0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Addie Adewusi. I'm a product manager in big tech, a mathematician, tech optimist, artist, and creator, and futurist. And I'm here every week. I'm still figuring out how many times a week, but let's say I'm here two to three times a week bringing you the update on the markets, hot topics in tech, some career advice, and let you know what I'm geeked out about. So before I get into today's episode, if you're watching on YouTube and hopefully you're enjoying the improved video quality, I did upgrade my phone. I'm now using an iPhone 13 pro to record up from an iPhone 11 pro. I'm excited to see the difference. But anyway, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit the like button subscribe. If you're not already subscribed, if you're listening on a podcast player, go ahead and follow subscribe hit the, um, or leave me a five-star review. If you're enjoying the episode or the episodes and getting value, um, I'd appreciate your support in that way. Also, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at edition with Addy, Twitter at edition pod. And you can email me if you have any questions, whether it's like markets, tech career, go ahead and email me at editionpod at gmail.com. So for people who've been listening to the show regularly, just quickly, the format is going to be different. So usually I was doing market updates, which I will still do rapid fire news, which that is going to be the big change. So I don't like having the content of the show dictated by what is the current thing in the tech industry right now. If there's something like important news to talk about, I will, that is relevant to people who are looking to move up in their career, which I hope this is the audience that I have people who are looking to either break into tech, move up in tech or get a a senior role leadership role. We're walking on this journey together. Um, So if there's relevant news like layoffs at a significant company, uh, change in management structure, policies, or anything that's super newsworthy, I will still cover it. But um, I don't want to talk about Elon Musk's twins, you know, I I really don't want to to that to be what my podcast is about. I don't want to be glorified TMZ. And I'm a tech optimist and right now the thing I'm most optimistic about in tech is the new talent that is going to be entering the industry. Okay, so that being said, I actually did get a question today. Uh so thank you. You can always ask career questions. You can DM me on any of my social media platforms. They're LinkedIn, all of the in the show notes or you can email me editionpod at gmail.com and i will know whether you say you want to be anonymous or not i'm going to uh answer these questions on the show completely anonymously okay so i got a dm today so there's a woman she has been working in tech or tech adjacent most of her career and is looking to break into big tech and was reached out by a recruiter from Amazon. So, and in the initial conversation, which is very common, uh, they asked what her salary expectations were, which of course, is the last thing you want to hear when you're a candidate. And, um, so I told her, you know, don't answer as long as you possibly can do not answer that question, but it is true that sometimes they will not move you forward in the process if you don't answer that question. So you have to come up with a number. So on today's episode, I am going to share the process that I would take if I was in this situation where a recruiter was asking me what um, what my salary expectations are. Okay. So first, ideally you're having this conversation at the offer stage like, and you want them to give you a number first. That is the ideal scenario that realistically doesn't always happen, but that is the North star that you are going for. And so the way you can, here are some ideas as to how to avoid that question. So one, say you need to learn more information about the role. So like it's really hard to assess how much you should be compensated for a role if you don't know what you are doing. And it's very common where the job description does not match the role at all, or it's so vague that you have no idea what the job description is really doing. So as you're going through the interview process, you are also attempting to get as much information as you can from the interviewers to give you more insight as to what the workload's going to be like, how demanding the role is, what kind of skills it requires and how um, how rare those skills are in the marketplace or how common. Those are things that will help you assess um, the salary expectations. So while you're interviewing, get as much information as you can. So once you are offered an amount, you can have an idea whether it's b- way, it's a low ball or they're um, compensating you as expected. Okay, so this is how I would assess my target salary expectation. So first you need to fully understand what your current total compensation is. So, and that is not just your salary, because you have to think about what is your employer putting in your 401k, how much would your, Benefits cost on the open market. Um, are is there a bonus that you're going to be missing out on? Is there a um, you know look at the stock? You know what else? Vacation time? If they if your employer supplies supplies food like the transportation? Is if is the position a remote position? Or are you going to be transporting to the office? Is the office further away than your current office? all of those numbers like actually take the time and calculate so you may think that you are being paid you know a certain amount but you're actually being paid like double that because of all the benefits and things like that i'll share an example so i used to work at a company that was an ed tech company and part of the compensation was uh, free schooling. So I took a couple grad school classes. So when I was interviewing, I was calculating the cost of those grad school classes that my company was paying for and including that as you know the base in my salary expectation. So, okay, so now you have your baseline and this is like bare bottoms baseline. And it may not even make sense to move if they match that specific, your current compensation, because you have to take into account the risks involved in moving to a new company, the, the stress. I personally don't think it's worth it to move to a new job, unless you're getting a 20% compensation increase. Of course, there are exceptions to that rule. If you're in a really toxic environment, if you're and you just kind of need to get out. I understand. But at the same time, that's the worst strategy for moving to a new job. you want to be running to something, not away from something because the cycle is just going to repeat because you may just pick the first job that you get because you want to get out of your current situation and you end up still being unhappy. Okay. So now you have your current baseline, but just because, you know what your current compensation is that has nothing to do with the next role because you could be getting underpaid in your current role. And if you are a woman or a person of color or both or LGBT or whatever, um, uh, international, it is likely that you are being underpaid. So you, while you have your current compensation in the back of your mind, you're going to write it down and then not think about it as you move to the next steps. So if you are interviewing at a big tech company, like a FANG company, uh, which, or FANG Moolah, which is Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, Microsoft, Uber, Lyft, Airbnb, some of those companies are questionable why they should be in FANG mula. but um, if you are working at one of those companies, you can ask the recruiter what the target level is for the position. Be aware that at the early stages, they may not feel comfortable sharing that, but insist because of course, why uh, would you think about interviewing a company if you had no idea what level the position was going to be in? So once you get the target level, then you can go to levels.fyi and search your geographic location, the role, the company and get an idea of the average compensation. And what I like about levels.fyi is because it doesn't just show the salary, it also shows the average sign on bonus and also uh, shows the average uh, stock award. So if you're working, if you're going to be working for a publicly traded company, it is like you have to be getting RSUs or restricted stock units There has to be some sort of stock-based compensation as part of your package if there isn't that's something that I Would definitely be negotiating for if it's not in the initial offer So so if it's big tech job, you can go to level FYI if it's a non big tech job, you can go to Glassdoor get a sense of what the average salary and and they also include benefits in there to see um, and I just get a ballpark of what your value is in the market. There's also apps like Fishbowl and Blind where you can um, either search for people who've shared their salaries, or you can create a post and ask and get feedback. Uh, definitely, you utilize your network. If you know anyone who knows anyone that works at the company, it behooves you to reach out and ask what the expected pay would be. Um, especially if you have someone on the inside who's your referral, and they can, they would be the, your best bet to give you salary information. Okay. Now, also calculate the cost of inflation. So, just because on Levels someone got paid a hundred thousand dollars, they you can see what when they posted that, and if it's if that was two years ago. Calculate the cost of inflation. A hundred thousand dollar salary last year is a hundred and eight point five thousand dollar salary now. You know um, that's based on the eight and a half percent inflation. I believe they they may be releasing new numbers today or soon, but currently that's what we're working with. So and make sure you have that in, included. And also, this is something that people don't do. Calculate what your ideal life costs, because if you started a company, and even though it's an improvement for what you're making now, but you can't afford to live in the part of town you wanna to live in, you can't afford the kind of home that you want. And of course, we need to be realistic. If you're a year out of college, you shouldn't be able to, or I, I shouldn't say should, but realistic. I wouldn't be ex- expecting to be able to buy my dream home with my first job out of college. But, um, you want to at least know how much your dream life, how much your dream life costs, and how much it affords. At what salary could you be living your best life? And as you are moving through your career, the goal is to track towards that. And all of your career moves should be made by that. As I've shared before, um, on my last episode, I have a, I definitely have a salary target because there's a certain kind of home that I want to. Afford. I, I want to live in the perimeter in Atlanta. I want minimum three bedroom, two bathrooms, and I also don't want a condo. I want either a townhome or a standalone home, and I want it to be recently renovated. That costs a lot of money. So uh, there's, so my salary path is and my career path is tracking towards being able to afford something like that. Okay, so I hope that helps. Um, let me know, and I'll just run back quickly. So, first, assess your total comp, calculate the cost of inflation, calculate what your ideal life costs, um, ask for a target level if it's a big tech company. If it's a non big tech company, uh, go on Glassdoor, Fishbowl Blind, ask your network. And once you do have the target level at a tech company, go to levels.fyi to find out what your uh, target compensation should be. Okay, so now that I've answered that question, I am going to do a quick update on the markets. So Bitcoin is up 12.96% over the past uh, seven days. It is back over 20,000. It's at 21,9,000. And Ethereum, similarly, is up 16.352% over the past seven days, and it's at... 1,233, the S&P 500 is up 2.42%, the NASDAQ is up 5.04%. And this, I got these numbers right before recording this podcast. So the jobs report had already come out and it's possible that these um, numbers are a reflection of the positive jobs report. But this is a good place to be. Uh, I hope the markets are rebounding slowly but surely and we have earnings coming out at the end of July so we may see movement more movement in the positive direction or depending on what the depending on what the earnings reports are uh, they could be going down okay so what am I geeked out about this week okay there are so many things that I'm geeked out about this week but I'm gonna share the one that is I have a visual for Guess what I got in the mail yesterday? It is my Google laptop. So it is a Mac, if you're watching on YouTube, I um, and if you're not watching on YouTube, I'm holding up the laptop. It is a MacBook Pro. It has the M1 chip. It's a 16 inch, 16 gig, 512 gigabyte SSD. This is perfect because if you follow me on Twitter, I had put out a post. It's like, what should I buy first? A new laptop, a new phone, a house or a car. As I shared at the beginning of this episode, new phone one, um, but I still need new laptop at some point. And um, I can basically try out my Google laptop to see if that's the right laptop for me. So I'm really excited to get it. It's also makes everything real and i'm super stoked okay that's today's episode i will see you all next week